0: It's time for our weekly health briefing. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. Good afternoon, Dr. Raymond. Uh, so we've been asking all of our, our guests here, if you could pay or would pay over and over again to see a band, an artist, a group in honor of KISS and their 50 years of touring coming to an end, is, is there a group or artist you would pay over and over again to see?
1: Yeah, Dream Theater. I'd love to see them over and over, but they don't wear face paint.
0: Okay. <laughs> It's part of the appeal. Okay, so. I'm sorry,
1: I don't know Dream Theater. Is They're it? a progressive metal group that's been metal. around
2: 25 years. I'm so out of it.
0: So yeah. th- this is a nice peek behind the curtain for our I'm esteemed just, Dr. John Raymond, I'm who enjoys metal music.
2: That this highly intellectual man with this very esteemed job loves metal. That's very cool. We're
1: all hu- we're all human beings.
2: that's right. right. We love yeah. different types of music. yeah, we all react to it different. I think that's really cool. Thank
0: you. Uh, does metal music raise your blood pressure or does it lower your blood pressure, Dr. Raymond?
1: Only if I headbang, bang will it raise my okay. <laughs> blood pressure if I hit it too hard.
2: Another funny thought.
0: Fair yeah. enough. Well, that is kind of our theme for the week here. Hypertension its a big deal. I, I know growing up, uh, my dad took blood pressure medication. I've tried to actively cut out added salt to our meals. I'll use it for cooking, but I won't typically add salt. Uh, hypertension, I, how does a diet affect your blood pressure?
1: Yeah, maybe I could just start by saying um, hypertension is, it really is a big problem. It's a critical risk factor for heart failure, coronary artery disease, stroke, and heart attacks. And about half of the people in the U.S. have some degree of high blood pressure. So it's, it's a really important problem. Um, so you can lower your blood pressure by lowering the salt in your diet. And there was a recent study that was actually pretty astounding that showed if you could lower the salt intake in your diet, that you could get blood pressure-lowering effects that were the equivalent of taking antihypertensive medication Mm. in a week. Um, The speed at which that effect took place was remarkable, and it even lowered the blood pressure in people that had what we would call, quote-unquote, normal blood pressure. And one thing to remember is there is an improvement in your mortality and your morbidity, even if you're lower in the normal blood pressure range, so that's a significant finding.
2: So you mean like, Dr. Raymond, just to to get that clear, if 120 over 80, we were all told was like normal blood pressure, and you're saying it's even better to be lower yeah, than that. There's
1: evidence that for most people, if you can get down to 115 or 110 for your systolic blood pressure, you have a survival benefit um, that's pretty Amazing. remarkable. So it isn't a discontinuous um, blood pressure effect. It's something that's graded.
0: We should have had you bring in a meter today. You could have tested Amy's blood pressure, my blood pressure, to see how we're, how we're doing overall.
2: Well, hopefully when I'm here,
0: your blood pressure is nice and you, you do have a calming effect. There's no right. doubt about that. You
2: definitely do. And one of those issues with, with taking medication is compliance. You, you always have that, right, as an issue, but people don't like the side effects. Is there some sort of blood pressure medicine that we can give that we only have to take a couple times a year?
1: Yeah, really good question. You know, most blood pressure medicines... At best, you have to take once a day and many two or three times a day. There was a recent study that was actually pretty surprising. we giving a subcutaneous new agent. People could have their blood pressure lowered um, by six millimeters of mercury for up to six months. So that's a very significant lowering of blood pressure. And it's remarkable. One shot that's given just under the skin.
2: Is this like in the stomach or something that you could do yourself or? It's something you could
1: do yourself, yeah. probably you would rotate sites. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's what's amazing about it, it's a very new type of medication where they inject something that interferes with RNA. It's not like the COVID vaccines that are RNA vaccines, but it blocks what's called the transcription of RNA into protein. And it's targeted at angiotensin, which is a normally occurring hormone that causes your blood vessels to constrict or squeeze, and so if you lower the production of angiotensin for this long period of time, then your blood vessels relax and your blood pressure drops.
2: Got all that, Greg? It seems very
0: simple to me. Well, (laughs) it's
1: not
2: FDA approved yet, and they only tested it on 400 people,
1: but really remarkable findings and gives us hope and promise for the future.
0: So for those who struggle with their blood pressure, and maybe the medications just aren't working terribly well, are there alternative options, a surgical option, or anything else people can do? Yeah, it's really uh,
1: interesting. There is a surgical option for people with resistant blood pressure, and typically those would be folks on three, four, five medications that can't get their blood pressure controlled, um, where they interrupt, surgically interrupt the nerve the nerves that innervate the kidney. And there are two new devices that the FDA approved, um, either to use high-frequency radio or ultrasound um, to disrupt the nerves in the kidney. So instead of having an open surgical procedure, it's done through a catheter, like you would do for heart catheterization, and it works. Um, So what's remarkable is it sounds pretty invasive, but the side effects are pretty limited. So As always, consult with your doctor before you would do this. It's typically for highly resistant blood pressure. But yeah, surgical interventions can work.
2: Wow. And is there like a way we can look at this that gives us a way to calculate what our risk might be?
1: Yeah. um, The American Heart Association has an old risk calculator that you can go online and calculate your risk for getting a cardiac event or dying in the next 5 to 10 years. And they just updated it. So the normal risk factors are the ones that you would expect, obesity, um, cardiovascular disease, hypertension. Uh, But they now incorporate heart failure for the first time. And I'm a kidney doctor, and I was very pleased to see that they actually have included some measures of kidney disease and metabolic disease. Um, So it's an updated and much more precise calculator that can be um, really personalized for each individual. And what's it called? It's called Prevent, the Predicting Risk of Cardiovascular Disease Events Calculator, and you can find that on the American Heart Association's website. Plug in your demographic information, and it can tell you what your
0: risk is. So we're definitely trying to limit our sodium intake uh, at our house, and by that I mean adding salt to whatever kind of food we're cooking. Uh, you know, use it salt and pepper on a steak or a burger before you cook it. Great. I just try not to add salt to things that we cook. Uh, and it's part of our initiative with our with our kids to try and build good habits. I, I did read, Dr. Raymond, that cutting even a teaspoon of salt can work as well as some blood pressure medication. So, it, if you're on a medication, maybe you could just do some, you know, self care and remove medication from your your daily intake.
1: Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, a teaspoon of salt's actually a lot. It's um, about twenty three hundred milligrams which is the maximum recommended daily intake by the, um, the FDA. So that's a lot of salt. And what's shocking is you can lower your blood pressure if you don't add table salt to your food, if you don't add salt to cooking, and you avoid obviously salty things, good things like potato chips and yep, pizza sure. that people like to eat. But there's a shocking amount of sodium in foods that you can buy from the store. So two slices of some types of highly processed breads, 1,000 milligrams, that mm. would be half of a teaspoon of table salt. Um, canned beans can be um, 500 milligrams. Parmesan cheese, just an ounce of it can be 300 milligrams. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so, bad. Yeah, you really do have to pay attention to the sodium that you've got in foods you buy from the store.
0: That is interesting. Is it is it wise to think of sodium and salt sort of in the same world as it affects your blood pressure?
1: Yeah, the sodium component of table salt, which is sodium chloride, is the easiest thing that we can measure. And we know that clearly sodium intake is associated with high blood pressure.
0: Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. All you need to know here about hypertension. Dr. Raymond, thank you so much. Thanks, Greg and Amy.